police, death to America. That's not Iran, it's Wisconsin. It could have been a dozen other places in this country. The violence has been building unabated for three months now. Every day the mob becomes more radical. By some accounts, 30 Americans have died so far in these riots. Democrats have openly encouraged them. Republican leaders have been too fearful to stop them. Some have applauded it all. So that's Tucker Carlson from last night, and that's Kenosha, Wisconsin, where the guy was shot. So, you know, it's not surprising that that's, uh, you know, where the rioting was. But it Death was, to America. Okay. And it was going on in nearby Madison, Wisconsin. And I bring this just to show you, there's a bunch of cities where this sort of thing is happening, and there's, you know, you can't keep track of all of them. I, I have a feeling that the reason Madison's getting the attention here in the dispatch is uh, Steve Hayes, who started the dispatch, is from Wisconsin. But... Let me read this to you. This is this is absolutely amazing. You haven't heard this in the news. There are so many cities where this is going on, you haven't heard about it. Uh, Madison, Wisconsin. This is from the night before last. At midnight, standing where a statue commemorating women's suffrage was torn down just weeks earlier. Oh, that's intelligent. A young woman with a bullhorn explained rioting etiquette. Make sure you stay with your buddy when the S goes down, she said. People who are alone get arrested. She noted that when the violence actually began, anyone caught with their cell phone out taking pictures would be dealt with. Pictures get people identified, she barked. She then, she then announced the group would then be headed to the Dane County Jail there in Madison, Wisconsin. This is the capital of one of our fine states. It was the second night in the most recent round of protesting in Madison following the shooting of Jacob Blake in nearby Kenosha. Um, violent riots have engulfed Kenosha. But nearby in uh, Madison, it has been going on for quite a while. It has been in protest mode almost continually since the death of George Floyd um, back in Minneapolis months ago. I didn't know that. I didn't know they were rioting in Madison. Me neither. I'm not surprised because it's way left, Madison. It's the Austin of Wisconsin. Yeah, University of Wisconsin's there. um, The Berkeley of the Dairy State, if you will. But there, you know, the point is, there's so many of these cities where this has been going on for months. You just you can't even keep track of them all. We've been on for years and years and years in in beautiful San Diego, and we didn't even get a chance to get to the cops bashed over the head in San Diego the other day because it was just you know it, it was over pretty quickly. The fact that nothing an, got burnt. The fact that an act of police violence against a black man happened an hour's drive away renewed the penchant for property damage among Madison's youth. On Monday night, Madison experienced what Fire Chief Stephen Davis called probably the most destruction and damage I've seen in this city as far as arson fires and attempted arson. Wow. So they've had their most damaging evening, which if I hadn't read this, I wouldn't even known it happened at all. I wouldn't have known a punch was thrown in Madison. No. And so on Tuesday, Madison Police Chief Vic Wall said property damage would not be tolerated. We're committed to preserving people's ability to protect their opinions. But property damage, starting fires, violence, and things that put our community at risk is obviously the type of behavior we're not going to condone and will make us intervene. But at midnight, despite the protesters announcing where they were going to begin damaging property and how they planned to avoid arrest, law enforcement was nowhere to be found. On the off chance the crowd of about 200 people encountered a police car, the officer would courteously, courteously pull away and let the chanting marchers continue unabated. Minutes after the blueprint for Bedlam was given to the crowd, organizers explained that nobody can tell people of color how to express their pain because they suffer from, quote, post-traumatic slave syndrome. Ah. Young men started picking up small rocks and hurling them at glass windows in the courthouse. The structure has an enormous wall made up of entirely of windows. And this reporter at the dispatch says, I often had to duck to make sure I wasn't hit by a rock thrown by people five feet to my right. The crowd then turned left on Carroll Street, where an enormous American flag had been draped on the street and lit on fire. 
The flag was stubbornly flame-retarded, so protesters began spraying it with some sort of accelerant. Finally, one protester just dropped the whole pressurized spray can on the flag and exploded like a bomb going off. The crowd stopped marching every few blocks for more speeches, but the violence didn't let up. Finally, a skinny man with what appeared to be a motorcycle exhaust pipe began smashing an enormous window belonging to a local restaurant. They continued down the line, shattering windows to what appeared to be a condominium office next door. Some men crawled through the opening and danced inside. When one protester suggested cleaning up the broken glass, another said, let the white people clean it up. Ten black-owned businesses burnt down in Kenosha the other night. Nice. Nice job, guys. You're, you're really good at this. And, and authorities, just let them do it. Oh, my gosh. Again, sure. this is one of many, many cities across America that I wouldn't even have known this happened. Mm-hmm. As this took place, almost out of nowhere, some men appeared with a dumpster full of flaming materials rolling out into the middle of University Avenue. They didn't appear out of nowhere. They appeared out of where it was carefully arranged. Exactly. Soon, other protesters cracked the window of a Papa John's pizza franchise as an irate employee looked on from inside, waving his arms in anger. Finally, a second wave of rioters finished the job and smashed the window completely out. Several other protesters stopped to help clean up the broken glass. So you obviously have within the protesters the people that are you know, causing this mayhem and those that realize this is not helping us, dude. Oh, no, no. It's it, it, If you are honestly concerned about civil rights, you love this country, you think everybody ought to get the, the rights that they are due, there shouldn't be police brutality, et cetera, et cetera. These people are utterly undermining you. The, the righteous protesters ought to be physically attacking the Marxists. I think it was this Papa John's employee, because I saw this report somewhere else, who was yelling to protesters, you're going to get Trump elected, which they're absolutely right. Wow. It's a funny thing to yell, but. And there's more describing this, but I just I just thought that's amazing. We know about, you know, we know about Chicago. We know about Kenosha, obviously. Portland and Seattle, you may only know about because we talk about it because it doesn't get near as much attention nationally as it should. But it's been happening all over the country. And a whole lot of those people, businesses, employees, people who see that or are afraid to come out of their ho- their house, there's a lot of people that might not have voted red that are going to vote red because of that. Mm-hmm. Unless the Democrats, you know, make a heck of a lot of noises between here and Election Day that they're on the side of stopping this violence. The other night in Portland... The they didn't militants. last week, by the way. Not a word. Nope. Not one word. So the other night in Portland, the militants uh, attempted to use quick-drying cement to trap the police in a precinct, then set fire to it. So they were trying to burn people to death in a building. Were they ISIS? Who's, who's in favor of that? Are you in favor of that? You college kids who've been brought up, and it's our fault, on Howard Zinn and... And and Kendi and and Ta uh, Nehisi Coates and and the sixteen nineteen project and just you know they believe what they were taught to believe in school and especially in college and uh, I feel really bad that I, you know I we actually had our kids go to school in a pretty conservative place and they didn't teach that crap um but uh, that was that was where the problem was born. Allowing that garbage to be taught and thinking, well, I don't want to come off as a racist or anything. And yeah, the the history uh, that I learned was probably a little oversimplified and a little whitewashed. So I better not uh, protest um, that these kids are being fed just a steady stream of of self-hatred and America hatred. It's something. Uh, These are odd times. You read history and you think, well, that was back when people wore uh, three-piece suits to play golf and top hats and such. We would... 
There can never be any chaos, ugliness, or ridiculously morally and intellectually vacant philosophies in our time. That could never take hold. We're modern people. Oh, well. Enjoy the ride, everybody. Yeah, I don't don't know where this is going. Uh, Nor do I. I can't sit down and watch sports to relax because they've canceled them. <laughs> what, when's the NBA supposed to meet? The players are supposed to meet again today? Uh, I think it's going on right now. We're I going think on 10 a.m. Right Eastern is when it was supposed to start. Now, the reporting I saw was LeBron got up and walked out, and then a number of people followed him well, so from the meeting last night. There, there was some sort of unofficial vote amongst the players. Uh, Whether it, or not to continue the season. Correct. And uh, the Clippers and the Lakers were reported the only two that were pro-stopping the season. And I saw some players saying, well, if the Clippers and Lakers are out, what's the point of us having a season? Which is a decent argument. It's odd that it was the two L.A. teams who just wanted to get the hell out. Yeah, so too humid in Orlando. Is that <laughs> maybe? used to the nice dry ocean air there in L.A.? Uh, but, but as it ended last night, that was the... There were some speculating and kind of continuing, oh, that's it, the season's done. But the the meeting this morning, I think, will have more to do with the the future of the league than than anything that happened last night. Mm -hmm. I liked what you texted to us, uh, Sean, uh, Raptors player Fred Van Vliet. Um, And this happened yesterday morning before the whole strike thing and everything. But he said, I'm a little bit all over the place. You start to feel guilty a little bit. There's a lot of stuff going on for me back home. People in my own community dying, not by the hands of police, just but just as a product of their environment. So you try to take all of that in, and we're here, and we're isolated. My family got to town yesterday. I don't get to see them for another week. It would be nice to hug and kiss on my kids a little bit. But yeah, you just try to deal with it. And it's a lot to take in. I think we can't underestimate the trauma that we take in on a daily basis from our phones and watching these videos. Well said, Fred. Every single point, well said. You know, first of all, a lot of these guys aren't gazillionaires. Um in the, the NBA? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In all professional sports. You know, we right. focus on the biggest stars that are set for life, but that's not the case of most people. Yeah, they make a hell of a lot of money. For but... a very short period of time. Yeah, and they pay a hell of a lot of tax. <laughs> yeah. And for a very short period of time. And they're not all LeBron. Yeah. But um, uh, whether Nobody's you're rich or not, <laughs> I can't imagine telling my wife, yeah, for my work, I have to uh, I have to be away from the family for the next three months. That's just, uh, it's just the way it is. Yeah. And then... No, no contact with you whatsoever. I'm and, going to be at a different town. Yeah. I mean, how painful would that be? And particularly, um, as Fred Van Vliet pointed out, so they have to take in the world through their phones, through social media. Which would make you crazy. Through Twitter, yeah. which would make you crazy. You know, if they don't want to play, they don't have to play. <laughs> um, if it's uh, If it's for LeBron's reasons, which are grossly overstated, misleading, leaping to conclusion, bigoted stuff about cops and white people, then that's a mistake. But if it's just that this whole thing is a nightmare, we're going home, well, I don't blame you a bit. Hmm. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Trump speaks tonight. Uh, Have a little preview of that. That'll calm things. I tell you what, I the, the the phrase I'm hearing a lot, oh, we need to take a break. The phrase I'm hearing a lot will shock you, and you'll want to say it yourself to everyone you know. Oh and we'll deal with that in a second when we come back. Don't go away, please. Armstrong and Getty.
Armstrong and Getty Show. I grew up in Grayvon, Texas, a town that my great-grandfather was the first black man to settle as a sharecropper in 1896. My early high school experience included fighting with skinheads and being in witness in an attempted murder trial after my friend shot a skinhead in self-defense. I remember my dad's bravery when he personally stood up against a KKK rally in my town. In my house, my father taught me to back down from no one. I know what racism looks like. I've seen it firsthand. In America, it has no resemblance to President Trump. And I'm fed up with the way he's portrayed in the media, who refuse to acknowledge what he's actually done for the black community. It's confusing the minds of our innocent children. First of all, it's amazing how many of these non-politicians are way better speakers than the politicians. Oh, yeah. Just way better. Yeah, but well, they're worse fundraisers. Yeah. <laughs> that was cynicism right there and well-warranted. Who was uh, that yeah, guy? Jack Brewer. He's a former NFL player. He's now a mentor, uh, a nonprofit guy. He, 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 well, he mentors kids and tries to get people to have successful lives. Yeah, I caught his speech. He does exactly what Chris Weber was talking about, a clip we played earlier in the show. He's going into communities and showing people they can have a better life. I caught his speech kind of by accident. I was just setting my DVR, but I saw the beginning where he said, I'm a lifelong Democrat, but I'm voting, and I'm voting for Donald Trump, and here's yeah. why. Yeah, which gets to the whole phrase that, that people are saying these days, and uh, my ears perked up yesterday when I heard Mr. Brewer talking about this. I'm in clip 32. At some point, for the sake of our children, the policies must take priority over the personalities. So because you have an issue with President Trump's tone, you're going to allow Biden and Harris to to deny our underserved black and brown children school choice? Are we so offended by the president's campaign slogan, Make America Great Again, that we're going to ignore that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have collectively been responsible for locking up countless black men for nonviolent crimes? Are you going to allow the media to lie to you by falsely claiming that he said there were very fine white supremacists in Charlottesville? He didn't say that. It's a lie. And ignore the so-called Black Lives Matter organization that openly, on their website, calls for the destruction of the nuclear family. My fellow Americans, our families need each other. We need black fathers in the homes with their wives and children. The future of our communities depend on it. Jack Brewer, hello, new hero. That's uh, that, that, that's a really amazing, and obviously the Republican Party is making an outreach to to black voters in a way that has never been done before, mm-hmm. and and very long overdue, and very powerfully, and in the in the speeches that have been the best speeches of the week. A buddy of mine said it to me the other day. Policy over personality. Trump's a jerk. You, you would think you did, you know I was thinking about that while he was saying that you would think that if you heard enough speakers, black white columnists whatever saying, sure his personality is grating and hard to take, yeah. but you'd think if you heard that over and over again, you'd think eh, maybe if I tone it down a little bit, yeah, you would think that. <laughs> instead of people constantly having to say no, you need to look past it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've given up on hoping Trump well, yeah, will no, not be just, Trump anymore. It's just but... odd that you wouldn't. Everybody saying that you would think, yeah, man. Mike Pence, uh, 
undressed, and well, I almost used an unfortunate metaphor. Uh, he so we both know Pence is a never nude. <laughs> he 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 showers in shorts. All right, <laughs> um, his dismantling of the Biden Obama foreign policy was brutal. I mean, he just took it apart. And he laid out in the number of ways how Biden has been terribly soft on China, how his son still does lots of business with the Chinese, Beijing Biden, uh, the uh, the the Communist Central Bank, and and the rest of it. That could be a real liability for Biden. And he talked about the the bloodletting, the the my God, the uh, the unspeakable horrors of Libya and Syria. And then he talked about how when Trump came in, he whooped ass on ISIS, got rid of Soleimani. Uh, you know, and, and the response is, Trump cozied up to dictators. Yeah, because he's trying to get a nuclear deal with a little fathead. It didn't work, but n- no president's had success with that. Well, it'll be interesting to see if any of this has any effect. There appears to have been no effect out of the Democrats' convention. It didn't really move the number at all. Carl Rove said uh, conventions haven't moved the polls in 20 years. I didn't know that. You will see a big bump in enthusiasm on the right side of uh, the voter aisle. Be interesting to check that out next week. If I'm wrong, I will admit it, but I'm not, so I won't. Armstrong and Getty. Coming up, a minority of black people are engaged in the whole racial thing right now. You might be shocked to hear. And an American teenager has completely screwed up Scottish Wikipedia. (laughs) Stay with us for the chilling details. I'd have done that tease in a Scottish accent, but I've, I've never gotten good at it. I need to practice more. I, I need to practice more. I can't tell Scottish from, like, I can't tell Australian from British, and I can't tell Scottish from... When you hear it? How interesting. Yeah, they're hmm. all the same to me. Wow, they're completely different. Oh, my God. The secrets in the vowels. A couple of things I just came across. secrets in the sauce. <laughs> Apparently, Lindsey Graham was asked about QAnon. By the way, President Trump tonight is supposed to do a special tribute to QAnon during his speech. That's what, what, I, that's what I read. What? I, I believe you're making that up. I, I believe what he believes. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, so the whole QAnon thing. Uh, Lindsey Graham said QAnon is bat s crazy. He used the actual the word. Of that's course. that's an excellent response. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Well, Trump's last week. If you're not up on this story, he was asked about QAnon. He said, "I don't know anything about him. I know that they like me. I'm happy about that." So that's more or less what he. That said. seems to be his yardstick for a lot of things. <laughs> Other people are nice to him and like him. And then this, TMZ is reporting that NBA players are bringing a list of actionable items to league, uh, to the league in order to resume play. So apparently they showed up today for the negotiations saying these things need to happen or we're not finishing the playoffs. I, I have no idea mm. what they're going to be demanding from who even. I guess the owners? I be- ownership is, uh, I believe, the main people okay. they're looking so at. So not from involved. the nation, not from... Congress, but from the owners. Okay. Positive Sean and I were discussing this during a commercial break, and he made the interesting point that their collective bargaining agreement says the players cannot strike, which is why everybody's going to great pains to call it a boycott, mm. and the league rushed forward and said, oh, we'll postpone, we'll postpone. 
because they don't want to reach a legal breaking point no. with the players right now. I no. think everybody's kind of thinking, wow, you got to work this out uh, or we all lose. Did you see? Even though it's, it's clearly a, it's a work stoppage. It's a strike. Nah, I don't want to talk more about this. Why? Well, I almost started something I don't want to talk about. Why would I do that? That's a dumb thing. I almost got him. I don't want to do that. Did I tell you about Scottish Wikipedia? You Completely did. screwed up. What is the oh, problem there? Oh, Lord. An American teenager. You want to hear it? Sure, why not? All right. Oh, uh, unemployment numbers come out on Thursday? About another million. So we continue to be in, I mean, you know, it's not getting worse. But uh, a million new people f- filing for unemployment uh, help is uh, not good. I mean, historically, it's just insane. What is it, 24 straight weeks of around a million or more? Something like that, yeah. It's just incredible. I I have a serious concern about the near future. The main administrator for Scots Wikipedia, that's the Scottish language version of Wikipedia, has held that role for more than seven years. And that editor, the main administrator, may be responsible for close to, to half the site's content. The problem is... One guy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does he wear a kilt, play the bagpipes? Problem is, no, he doesn't. The administrator doesn't even speak the language. Vice has reported that a Reddit user who apparently speaks Scots stumbled upon the site one day and was surprised to see much of it was written in standard English, but as if the writer had a Scottish accent, (laughs) quote, like comically bad entries that read like they came from groundskeeper (laughs) Willie from The Simpsons. For example, oh, God. <clears throat> that's hilarious. They have specific examples. <laughs> uh, for example, <laughs> I'm going to try to get through this, folks. The entry for the film Million Dollar Baby noted that the film, quote, is a boot, an underappreciated <laughs> boxing trainer. <laughs> the Reddit user. Thanks for that. I know. It's written in a comic Scots accent. Um, the uh, the Reddit user counted more than 20,000 articles and 200,000 plus edits by Amaryllis Gardner, self-described as a teenager from North Carolina. How did that happen? <laughs> now, regular Wikipedia like we use in the United States, and I didn't know there were different versions for different countries. Yeah, d- different languages. And so this is this is an exploit that can happen in... In languaged Wikipedias that have a very small user base. But but Wikipedia, I find to be pretty good. Right. Because I, I donate money to them when they ask, because I, I use it all the time. Yeah. Almost daily. It's flawed, but everything's flawed. Um, Compare, But how, I don't even know if I would me. call it flawed. Where's my other, where else do I go for information? The newspaper? The TV? The radio? I mean, if you're if those are the standards, I don't know where else I'm going to go for information. Yeah, uh, a Reddit poster, the Reddit poster who described this called the, what the administrator has done cultural vandalism. Adding, I think this person has possibly done more damage to the Scots language than anyone else in history. Now, this person, Amaryllis Gardner, the teen from North Carolina, is now pleading with people to stop the harassment on social media, noting, quote, I was only a 12-year-old kid when I started. Twelve? How does a 12-year-old decide, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take over a foreign land's Wikipedia. (laughs) Yeah. And just make a a mockery of it. Wow, what a weird thing to do. Is he making money off of it? I don't think so. There's no mention of that. I I don't know how. So he's just jerking with Scotland? 
The film's a boot. An underappreciated box and trainer. <laughs> I don't know. What an odd hobby. I mean, what is this? 20,000 articles? 200,000 plus edits. I enjoy a good prank myself, but that's a hell of a lot of work. Is there a way for me to access a foreign Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, it's right there on the, there's a bunch of clicky choices. Really? Yeah. But it's, it's got to be in English or I can't read it, obviously. Precisely the problem. <laughs> You nailed it. Yes. Yes. Does China have a Wikipedia? Uh, probably Does Iran not. have a Wikipedia? China probably doesn't in the sense that we think of Wikipedia, just because of the firewall yeah. and the, the uh, information yeah. control. I'm sure there's uh, Mandarin speakers uh, Wikipedia just outside of China, and I'm sure there's a Farsi language version, just you can't access it inside Iran. I almost don't want to say this out loud. This is a weird thing that I've had for years. Oh, boy. The movie Million Dollar Baby... I've never seen it. I know there's a shocking ending. I don't know what it is, and I don't want to know because I still think I'm going to watch the movie at some point. I've avoided hearing the shocking ending or, or plot twist in I Million Dollar Baby. We talked about it on the show. No way. No, I would. No, I would have remembered. No, it. you can no, no, hide no, no, your no. own Easter eggs. Though. No, 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 no. No, I you don't know that I've not heard the dinosaurs at the end. I'm. <laughs> I know that I haven't heard it. I almost hate to bring it up because now people are going to text and tweet and yell it at me on the street. Oh, you should probably I just give me know. the text line now, because guaranteed that's going to come in. Or, or people will send us the link to the podcast where we talked about it for half an hour. <laughs> I know I didn't talk about it. Oh, boy. All right. All right. If it turns out we talked about that movie and anybody yes. can prove that, I will yeah. check myself into some sort of home. Oh, you <laughs> you make the jokes yourself. <laughs> no, I, I have not, because I have, I have worked at not knowing, because it's a movie I want to see. I like Clint Eastwood movies. I've wanted to see that movie since it came out. When did it come out? The 90s? It was wanted, a long time ago. I've wanted to see that movie, and I've really worked. Like 2004. My, like, my brother did that with the uh, the end of The Sopranos. It wasn't years, but it was, like, weeks. Yeah. And he had he didn't answer his phone. He didn't open any email. He wouldn't talk to people. Just he was tried wow. so hard, and he managed to stay away from the uh, the ending of The Sopranos. Wow. Until he finally got to watch it. I've done that with Titanic. Same thing. <laughs> um, I, that, Turns I remember, out Clint Eastwood's character... Has a penis. Speaking of wait, no, that's the crying game. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of the Scots, what the 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 um, Mel Gibson movie where he plays Wallace, Braveheart. Yeah, that's yes. Scotland, right? Yes, and, very uh, good. <laughs> and I remember, I remember somebody gave away the ending of that before I saw it, and I was so mad. Turns Here on the out, air, he has a penis. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Different movie. You have a bit of a fascination. Um, what edits of movies are you seeing? It was back when I took phone calls, and I remember somebody on the phone saying something about when he dies at the end of Braveheart. I said, what you doing? I'd not seen that movie. Yeah. And uh, I was really disappointed. So I well, know if- weren't you going to tell your son the ending of Old Yeller is hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> then hand a book to him. He is reading it for school this year. Ah, uh, yeah. God, we got to get him in the groove for school. I'm surprised that book hasn't been canceled. If some find some reference to something, decide it's racist. I remember reading Where the Red Fern Grows. I don't remember reading Old Yeller. I don't think I've ever read Old Yeller. I've seen the movie, but I haven't. Right. Probably um, worth mentioning, in, in case you're not hip to this, that one of the greatest books ever written about racial understanding has been canceled for being racist. And that would be Huckleberry Finn, of course. But And To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, right. Oh, God. Another one of the all-time classics of, of, of racial understanding. Canceled. Yeah. Kids, the good books aren't the ones they assign you in school. Seek them out. They're out yeah, there. Yeah, seek the ones they've they banned. 
You you could become an incredibly well-rounded and educated person purely by reading banned books. Wow, that's an interesting statement. I was a sophomore English. I needed to do some extra credit because I didn't always take uh, school seriously. And so no the, way. the teacher had a list of, all right, well, here's some extra credit books that aren't on the curriculum you can read. I read that one, and I went to him afterwards. I was like, this is better than any book that you've had to see. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and that wow. was just kind of an eye-opening thing for me of, oh, there's just so much out there. There was something in the New York Times book review the other day about one of your books, like uh, Red Badge of Courage or something like that. It's just, why why, why did I have to read that and not this? Mm. Um there, there's a lot of books that I found incredibly dull and, and just it was a, just a pain to get through in school. And so many great ones that I've read since. I wonder, why didn't we read this in school? Yeah, I'm not sure why? how that gets started. The whole what is a popular curriculum in schools deal. Mm-hmm. My dad was actually in that business for most of his professional career. He worked for a, a publishing company that did textbooks and educational materials and stuff like that. And he's talked about that a little and the challenges of... You know, it's it's tough to be profitable when you have diverging uh, desires in various states. Texas wants a very different textbook than California does and, and the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, and, I would say. and now in the days of, you know, radical left curricula, it's gotten even harder. Um, and I think a lot of publishers have sold their soul to make a profit, but I get it. There was a good the article they're in. the other day about how many schools across the country at uh, at all kinds of different levels, you know, young people on through college are going to be reading the uh 1619 project is yeah. that what it's called yeah god just unbelievable we just got another note yet another note from yet another parent and yet another school district talking about the r- radical left uh, quasi-marxist uh, stuff that's being taught to their kids in the name of racial understanding it's it's pretty troubling i really feel for parents right now who can't afford private school and their kids are getting uh indoctrinated, perverted in public schools. That's a, I, my God, folks, I, I sympathize with you. My kids are grown at this point, uh, and it was bad enough. Um, but that's rough, because some of this stuff is sick. It really is sick. And it will take us to a very bad place as a nation, but I don't, um, fight it, fight it, fight it. You combine the curriculum thing with the fact that it's much more likely the private school is going to be open as opposed to a not Mm-hmm. Offering class of learning. That's why there's been an explosion in applications. Lots of private schools across the country, they can't take any more people. Right. It's it's something. Right. Maybe and, it's going to be a change. really interesting is a lot of private schools are having to get very, very creative about teaching the kids because the teachers' unions have the government by a throat, and the teachers' unions don't want the private schools to teach and show that it can be done. So everybody's having to get pretty creative about teaching the kids. Oof. Well, maybe something good will come out of all this. The college level, the the public school level, every level of a, you know a different way to look at this. I hope. Yeah, I wonder. Almost has to, doesn't it? Yeah, sometimes things get worse, though. That's true. Not all change is progress. That's true. Uh-oh. That's true. It'll be a rough ride. Um... Who among us doesn't enjoy a rough ride? Whether bouncing across the waves on a I've boat had enough. or a, I've had enough. I'm a done. roller coaster. I'm, I'm ready for it to be over. I'm ready to go back to what life used to be like a few years back. There's like one kind of big deal a year. Right. And my joints didn't hurt. That too. Well, not that part, but no. I don't know if we can do anything about that. Okay. Go back to when A Million Dollar Baby was a new movie and I can see it in the theater. <laughs> yeah. Having no idea how it ends. Did I tell you about Clint Eastwood? <laughs> Unbelievable. There it is. Oh, didn't see that coming. <laughs> well, you didn't think he had a penis? <laughs> oh, that's all the, these years. Sorry, that's the wrong movie. Didn't. No, 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 wrong movie. <laughs> wrong movie. Sorry. Armstrong 
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, uh, Wolf, the bottom line, it's exhausting being black, uh, especially when you're a celebrity. Uh, you know, I love Tom Brady, but nobody asked him about what's going on in white America. Uh, nobody asked Luka Doncic uh, what's going on in America. White players are, you know, they've been amazing, but they don't want to live with the pressure that these young black guys are going through every day. Because there's a double standard when you're black. Because I have to comment on everything that happens in the black community. And it just gets, and, uh, same thing with LeBron, who's our most prominent player. You know, it's a good point. I'm sure that is exhausting. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, yeah. I think it, it works both ways, too. I think, uh, and we've talked about this earlier in the show, uh, I think Le- LeBron's been incredibly irresponsible in commenting on <clears throat> the world as he sees it, but it certainly is right to do so. I was uh, interested in this poll, Nakedly Progressive Radio, which gives cover to Marxists every single day. I had the headline as Nation Reckons with Race, Poll Finds White Americans Least Engaged. Uh, okay, here we go. But I, I found the actual poll results kind of interesting, um, especially that the, the question is, since the death of George Floyd in May, have you personally taken any actions to better understand racial issues in America? And overall, 36% of people said yes. It was 30% of whites. It was 41% of black folks, 51% of Hispanics, 49% of Asians. So the only plurality was Hispanics at 51%. And I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Uh, Have you or a close friend or family member attended a rally or protest after George Floyd's death in May or not? Um, uh, I attended. Those numbers are very small. Um, The biggest number is 13% of black people. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, Let's see. A close friend or family member, biggest uh, number is black people again, 42%. Not is 53% of black people. They don't even know a close friend or family member who has. Huh. And it's large majorities of everybody else. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So the the majority of uh, black people in America haven't participated or know anybody that's participated. Is that what you said? Uh, well, n- close friend or family member. Yeah. Yeah. That's something. Do you support or oppose the Black Lives Matter movement? Of course, we don't differentiate between the Marxist end of it and the uh, just looking for civil rights end of it. So that poll is useless to me. Although, you know, uh, overall, 53% of people say yes, um, including 73% of black folks, 47 white, 59 Hispanic, 59 Okay, that number, I think, off the top of my head, is down quite a bit from a couple of months ago. Well, and if you point out the founders say they're trained Marxists and want to tear down the nuclear family and the free market. Yeah, I think a lot more people have caught on to that. Those numbers would crater. Um, Then they ask about uh, taking a portion of police funding and uh, redirecting those funds to social services. Um, Pretty good numbers think that's a pretty good idea. But it's the devil's in the details, as they say. Um, I think there needs to be more funding to police um, and funding for mental health care and, and a, a mental health squad and the rest of it. But So, I don't know. As usual, the, mystique, the media gives you a, a, a weird uh, uh, 
uh, funhouse mirror view of society. Yeah. But th- it's unquestionable that there's a tremendous amount of violence and uh, and damage being done in all sorts of American cities right and, now. And is is the issue growing, as some polls are suggesting? Can we hear this Don Lemon clip, just because I know he brought it up on uh, CNN? More sourness from Don Lemon. But guess what? The rioting has to stop. Chris, as you know and I know, it's showing up in the polling. Mm-hmm. It's showing up in focus groups. It is the only thing, it is the only thing right now that is sticking and the Democrats tonight stuck with that, right? And they also stuck with the theme that you said, the coronavirus. You got coronavirus and you have Kenosha. So I thought that was pretty interesting that uh, on CNN they're recognizing, hey, this is, this is sticking. This is starting to move polls. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's plenty of time for Democrats to get on the right side of this issue with two months to go. It could be difficult. I don't know what's going to happen if if Biden really starts to... You know, tear into rioting in the streets or the Black Lives Matter crowd going to start to show up to his gatherings or how's that yes, going to work? They will. The Marxists absolutely will. They want more of this, not less. Armstrong and Getty.